Welcome one. Welcome all to my podcast, focusing on your favorite sports and your favorite athletes on their Olympic journey. This is the road to Tokyo. This is 2020 Vision. Hello and welcome to episode six of 2020 Vision. So, a talented skipper and a Taylor Swift fan on a podcast sounds like a start to a bad joke. But in fact, it's exactly what we have today. Let's start with the Taylor Swift fan. I originally contacted Izzy Thornton Bot on Facebook. Izzy went by a different name though, which led to total confusion and an all-round awesome chat. Yes, this is a podcast dedicated to sport fans, but as a fan myself, I believe it is okay to mention Taylor Swift. Izzy with her friend used the name generator that coincided with the release of a new song, which then branded Izzy with the nickname Dauntless Fury. She is an up-and-coming representative of the Australian Olympic team in the 800 and 1500, I hope you enjoy my chat with Izzy Dauntless Fury. Izzy, uh, please do tell us how you started as an athlete. Um, well, I mean, I've just always ran. That's the thing. Um, I did my first cross-country race back in the UK when I was about five um, in the under-nines division because my mum just was pretty keen to um, get me in running since I'd shown such a passion for it prior to that um and yeah i've just i've just always done it so started off with cross country um may sort of went through the athletic systems to keep fit for cross country every year and went through school systems um i've moved countries a couple of times so you know keeping on top of it during moves was uh, a bit difficult at times but just I've always done it and I've only really had a solid journey since moving permanently to Australia which happened back in 2014 so and do you have a pet event on the track or you just like to run um I I torn between 800 and 1500 constantly uh, I, I, uh, I, I really like the 1500 at the moment, but I do also enjoy, enjoy a good 800. Um, and yeah, I'm always down to try, um, new ones. So I've tried a couple of three Ks and one day I'd like to have a go at maybe a steeple or a five K, but for now I'm very happy with eights and fifteens. So no marathon in your future then? Uh, I wouldn't say that, but it definitely isn't in like the, the, the 10 year plan, I guess. Or the 10-year ten 10-year ten list of goals. And what is that 10-year list of goals? Um, fairly ambitious. <laughs> Just, um, uh, I'm in no hurry to, but I do want to make um, Australian teams and I do want to go to the Olympics one day and the World University Games. Um, I'm pretty keen to uh, just get where, wherever running can take me, um, especially in the 800 and 1500 distances. But after that, you know, after um, higher performing sport, I still want to stick around running. And I've done some work in the past with the Run Nation Film Festival with uh, Travelling Fit. And they've got a really awesome marathon uh, tour, shall we say. And I know that I'd be keen to do that one day if it's still around in, you know, a decade or so's time. And uh, what are you looking at doing uh, in the up and coming weeks or months? Um, to help progress yourself towards that Olympic goal? Well, the most uh, the most immediate, I, I mean, the next thing on my agenda is the road relays up in Arumba, the, the, um, which is a 4x4K four four for my club. And um, 
really otherwise it's just setting a really good winter base ahead of next season um getting getting fit getting healthy uh keeping on top of everything and uh not getting complacent with um with my body and how my training's going and there is a bit of a spatter in the works uh, later on this year because I'll be going on exchange but I'll be training while I'm away on exchange obviously and um yeah it's just getting the work done and doing the simple stuff well so no matter what goal you have you can always achieve it wherever you go I, I, I say so if you are heading over uh, like I do radio myself I'm going to Europe at the end of the year I'll be going to radio stations there and uh, doing <laughs> that sort of stuff so it's good to hear that you're actually still going to continue um wherever well, you go yeah. Yeah, I've already been in contact with the head coach before I got the uh, the offer of admission. Just checking that I could train with them while I was away. <laughs> she was uh, she's pretty keen to have me on board, so that was uh, that was a big relief. That's awesome. So, um, what have you achieved so far whilst being in Australia, um, nationally or state wise? Um, on a on a nationals platform in two thousand seventeen, I got bronze at nationals in the under 20s 800 and 1500 um and then uh i haven't in open nationals i've had uh, a rough last two years when it came to that just with injury and uh just general set of circumstance that didn't play into my hands but uh on a state level this year i actually managed to snag the the silver medal in the open women's 1500 which was pretty special um, so from an athletics point of view, oh, I, yeah, junior levels, I got, I think, uh, under 20s gold medalist for 1500 in 2017 and then a silver in the 800 the same year. So 2017 was a good year of juniors for me. But, yeah. um, it sounds yeah, like the only um, way is up then. Sorry? It sounds like the only way is up then. Yeah, I, I hope so. Um, I mean, it's just, it's really just chipping away at it and getting on with the next goal and getting on with the next thing so and you've said that you are currently doing university am i correct yes yeah what are you studying uh so i'm at uts and i study the bachelor of technology and innovation okay so um would you mind relating what you do in that course there back to athletics how do you find yourself um when you're going into an exam sort of situation um and when you're going into a race situation is there any similarities that you think of well, funny you should ask me that. Um, this course doesn't have any exams. It's oh. great, but um, Lucky what you. it does have, yeah, what it does have is a lot of you know industry relevant presentations, expos. Um, you you have to do a lot of uh, work within industry and industry partners. So there isn't really a chance for you to mess it up because it's not like an exam where if you go in and you fail, it's not really, the worst thing that's going to happen is it's on your academic transcript. You know, these are uh, these are people that you're hoping to establish good connections with for uh, a good future in the workforce. So um, from an athletics point of view, I guess it's, you know, I always just apply a bit of level-headedness to it and just take a deep breath and, you know, work through whatever the situation is and just uh, manage, the, manage the networking best that I can and, you know, um, I, I don't really have to think about it too much, just I like to make sure that I've got a level head going into it and that's the same with my racing. So, you know, there's usually a plan and uh, if it doesn't quite happen, then I'll adapt, but 
otherwise yeah that's me <laughs> i like it so would you offer uh what would you offer in regards to advice for people that are starting to take up running um, or, or athletics in general um just find what you enjoy about it and um if you're a social person find someone to do it with i know that there are some people who like to just run and train on their own and you know one of one of the girls in my squad is who's a phenomenal phenomenal athlete um she just likes to run by herself and it's just one of the things about her but you know there'll be others who would much rather run in a group so i guess just find what works for you and find what you enjoy the most about running and what you want out of it and just set your you know work away from that I love it. Thank you very much for joining me uh, for a chat. I wish you the best of luck in your future, and hopefully we see you on the Olympic stage with a medal around your neck. Make oh, sure... yeah. Thanks, Jordan. I really appreciate that. That's all right. Make sure you give me that first interview when you get up there, though. <laughs> all right. Sure thing. We'll chat to you later. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Bye. There we have my chat with Izzy Thornton-Bot. Now for the skipping enthusiast. We all have interests in life that can lead us down many paths, and this path was one of the best stories I have ever heard. Here is my chat with the Australian representative, Beck Bennett. Can you tell the people what events you do um, on the athletic field? Um, so I run the 400, 400 sprint. Beautiful. And so when did you get started as an athlete? Yeah, sport in general. Uh, yeah, because I started personally myself in little athletics. I'm guessing that's where you may have started. No, I've actually only been running for about three years. Beautiful. So who got you into that? Yeah, so I... Sorry? Who got you into the um, running then? Because it's uh, something that you pick up. Well, it's you... a pretty funny story how I kind of ended up here. Um, so believe it or not, so I did soccer for about 13 years. That was my main sport. And it got to the point where I kind of had to choose whether I wanted to take um, soccer to like a, a national level or another sport I was doing, which is known as skipping. So skipping is a legitimate sport, believe it or not, but um, it's just not as widely recognized. And for some reason, I was like, no, I think I want to keep going with skipping rather than soccer. And so I kept up skipping for several years, went to the Junior Olympics twice um, over in Hong Kong and America. And then that was when I was in year 8 and in year 10. And then we actually came fourth. My team came fourth in the world champs in um, my last skipping comp, which is awesome. And then, yeah, when I was in year 12, I competed in my last... I competed in nationals again. And our team was lucky enough to qualify for the next junior Olympics in Sweden um, because we kind of came, I think, second overall in nationals. Um, but... Skipping, obviously, is quite a difficult sport to um, kind of prove the legitimacy of. And unfortunately, the comp clashed with my HSC trials. So me going into that national comp, I kind of already told my team that I think I'm going to stop skipping after this comp. It'll be my last one, regardless of how we go and whether or not we qualify. Um, I'm going to stop and just concentrate on my HSC and um, try and pump out, yeah, some, a good, good set of exams. Um, and that's what happened. Unfortunately, we didn't, like, we, obviously it was awesome that we qualified. My team went on and, and got a replacement, which was fine, which was, yeah, worked out well. But yeah, so I was like, no, I'm going to focus on HSA, um, stop skipping. And then I'd always kind of been doing running just for fun at school. And then around about the time I stopped skipping, about a week later, I was just running at like a school kind of 
Friday night carnival leading up to um, like zone or whatever you call it. And my current coach now was there. And yeah, long story short, I ended up, he saw me run and then asked to kind of see me again. Um, I ran for him and he was like, hey, do you want to come run in my squad? And that me being someone who finds it very hard not to be doing sport regularly, I have a ridiculous amount of energy, was like, yep, yeah, sure. So went from serious skipping to go, saying, no, I want to stop focus on my HSC to two weeks later then getting into very serious running. So kind of didn't go to plan as far as just stopping serious sport and, and focusing on the HSC. Um, <laughs> but yeah, then ended up um, started running with Mike and... Um, yeah, I've been with them for the last three years. <laughs> so what you're saying is if we want to achieve anything in life, we're just going to take up skipping and then that'll lead us down the right track. Oh, 100%. Well, that's the thing when, when everything kind of, because I, Mike saw me run the four, like I've never run another race before. He saw me run the four and was like, she's got some sort of decent talent in there. Um, and to the extent that he obviously was like, yeah, she seems good enough. I think I'd like to coach her. He actually said, do you know the guy, um, do you know a guy by the Dan? Dan Path. Name does not ring a bell, sorry. No. He's one of the top um, athletics coaches pretty much in the world. Okay. Um, he, yeah, he um, runs, he coaches over in a place called Altus in um, America in Phoenix. Um, oh. And yeah, pretty much Mike sent a video, a video of me off to um, Dan because they're friends. And um, Dan sent back and was like, she was a diamond in the rough. Um, <laughs> And Mike was like, all right, she can, she can join the squad. And pretty much I think because I had quite a lot of fitness from skipping. Cause skipping is fantastic cardio, all that kind of thing. Um, I had a lot of fitness from that. And then it was just kind of, yeah, getting that technique right. And then over that season, pretty much my, um, my PB just whittled, kept whittling down. And then, um, yeah, I'm here today. So there you go. Probably not the story you're expecting. But no. that's my little... That's what I'm all about here is uh, chatting to people and hearing their stories because I'm pretty sure there's people out there that wouldn't know that when they see you run. Now, I watched you run <laughs> the 4x400 in uh, Tokyo just recently. Do you mind telling us about that? Yeah, sure. So, yeah, exactly. There's a reason why my nickname's Skippy. Um, so, yeah, we ran the 4x4 the four four in Japan, which was amazing. Unfortunately, I didn't run as well as I would have liked, but it was my first kind of international comp, and I think the stress and everything kind of hit me in a way that I wasn't really expecting and the nerves hit me in a way that I wasn't expecting. Um, but it was an absolutely incredible experience. Like being able to run in the green and gold is a pretty pretty surreal, surreal situation. Um, and I was in a team with um, a guy by the name of Ian Halpin mm-hmm. who I actually trained with and it was just kind of a coincidence that we ended up in the mixed team together. But it definitely kind of gave it that other had a special aspect to it. It was very, very cool. He actually handed the baton over to me, so it was it was good fun having having someone that I knew so well in the um in the team. But we also had um, a guy by the name of Luke Stevens and um, Angie Blackburn, and yeah, we had we had a fantastic time. Our team worked really well together. Um, we had three of us that were newbies to the international stage, so obviously that kind of played a part. But as far as what I kind of got out of the comp. Um, I think I, yeah, I learned some absolutely invaluable lessons. So leading up to pretty much when, when I ran, I was feeling fantastic. But once the bat was handed to me, my kind of brain just went blank. 
and it wasn't until probably the home straight that I kind of tuned into my own thoughts and by then it's already a little bit too late so I definitely like the importance of you know sticking to your race model and you know sticking to that to the T because that's what you always practice and that's what you know works and yeah so but either way like it was still I probably ran I think like my third best time um of all time which is pretty which is still pretty good but Leading up to that, I'd got a PB at the Nationals by um, nearly a whole second. So it was, yeah, it all happened very, very quickly. I, I'll give you that, that, you know, a month before the, the team was chosen to Japan, I did not at all think that I was on the path. But, yeah, it happened. <laughs> that, that's amazing to, because I watched that race live and just to hear your sort of view, point of view, I, did, I saw nothing wrong. I thought you ran amazing. But, um, yeah, oh, that's... Well, thank you no, that's okay. That's that's cool to hear. So, I do want to ask um, because I, I normally ask the questions, what sort of people you look up to in the sport that you chose. But having the fact that you haven't actually been involved in athletics for that very long, who do you look up to in the, in the world of sport? Um. Well, I think as far as in the world of sport, it's, if I'm doing 400, it's it's almost a done deal that you'd look up to to someone like Kathy Freeman. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, such an insane woman, and I've actually talked with her coach quite a bit because I've, as I mentioned before my coach Mike pretty much knows absolutely anyone on the running circuit um, and I was lucky enough to um he introduced me to Kathy's coach and we had a bit of a chat I think it was at nationals and yeah it was a very kind of special experience talking to this to this the coach of a woman that yeah I've looked up to even before I was in the sport like hearing about what she did is just incredible yeah, definitely an icon for not only the Aboriginal oh, culture, sure. <laughs> but for women in general in sport. And I reckon she's one yeah. of the reasons that we have AFL women's today and all that sort of thing because she kind of shone the light. And uh, it's good to see that you're um, stepping up in the sport that, again, you haven't been in uh, for very long. So you're heading to Tokyo, I hope? Is that the goal? Um, well, as far as, yeah, the goal. Obviously, the team's not announced for yeah. several, several so, no, that's understandable. Um, but as far as yeah, the 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 short term goal at the moment is yeah. So I, I was lucky enough to qualify for World Uni Games because I'm at university at the moment, which yeah. is over in Italy. Um, but me and my coach decided that it would be best if we said no to that from a mixture of various different reasons, both like financial and um, just having the best kind of stance to recover from um, a small injury that I had. But at the same time, we thought that. If I didn't go to um, Italy, it would put me in the best stead to properly prepare and do the whole general prep cycle um, and everything leading up to, to Japan. So that's, yeah, definitely the, the next thing that's on the on the cards. That's right. And I understand the team isn't quite there yet, but um, I was asking in regards to the time that you are hoping to get. Um, are you, PB-wise, um, are you heading towards that qualification time? Um, well, the thing is, yeah, from... I, my PB leading into the nationals was um, 50, low 50 or mid 54s. Yep. And then at nationals, I got mid 53s. So it's one of those things that it can happen very quickly, change very, very quickly. So I'm, yeah, obviously not 100% sure kind of where, what exactly I'm aiming for. But the, the big thing is I'm just going to try my best and we'll see, we'll see where we can get. But yeah, ultimately, yeah, if the goal if the goal is to try and get to Tokyo, I guess the goal is to try and get into that qualifying standards, but we'll see. Who knows? <laughs> That's okay. Well, I'll leave you with one question. What advice would you give to um, 
a younger athlete, woman or man, um, going into uh, this sort of like into athletics, into any sort of sport or anything in life, you, you're talking about you going to university. Um, what would yeah. you say for words of advice to anyone? Well, probably a mixture of just give it a whack. Like if you've got to go, then you may as well kind of give things a try. Like I definitely had no idea that, you know, I was going to be doing something like running, but I decided to give it a go and yeah, look where I ended up. Like pretty insane that this girl who was just doing skipping for all sports, mm. yeah, the, the next few weeks later and then you end up running for Australia in a different sport. So definitely if there's an opportunity and you've got the means to, to pursue it, give it a go. But at the same time, I'd also say don't put all your eggs in one basket. So I'm, yeah, obviously, as you said, I'm studying um, at uni, studying to be a physiotherapist. And I think I'd probably go crazy if I just kind of put my entire life into running. Mm-hmm. So having different kind of facets in your life is, is really important, personally. Um, I mean, I know obviously lots of people do, but for me, I've got to kind of keep keep a few doors open. <laughs> Well, thank you very much for joining me, and I wish you the best of luck uh, for the up-and-coming year. Hopefully we see you running around uh, no, Tokyo. No, thank you very much, Jordan. I hope you enjoyed my amazing chat with Beck Bennett, uh, and I wish both girls, uh, Izzy Thornton Bot and Beck Bennett, the best of luck in their futures. Uh, thank you very much for listening to Episode 6 of 2020 Vision, hashtag girl power. Uh, tune in next week. Who knows who we're going to get. Thank you for listening to another episode of 2020 Vision. If you want to find us elsewhere, go to Podbean, YouTube, or Spotify and type in 2020 Vision. You can also find us on Facebook. Thank you very much for joining us, and we'll see you again next week.